0: joining the very first episode of Black and Audacious. My name is Tawanda Carlton. I'm here joined with my two Black and Audacious sisters, Nakia Adolfe, Ikate Kern. Hey, sis. (laughs) I'm so glad we're doing this. I'm so glad we're doing this. It's long overdue. It It is. It's long overdue.
1: It is time. It is time. It is
0: here. Mm -hmm. I'm still, we're still here. Yes. Still
1: here. Here. I just knew that was going to come out.
0: We are. I'll start. I start with myself. Um, I am a PR professional. Um, who has around 14 years of experience in the comm space. Um, in broadcast PR, um, and B2B tech, um, and lifestyle as well. Nikia.
1: Yes. Thanks, T. I'm Nikia Dolfe. Um, first and foremost, I'm an AT Um, but okay. I am also too a PR and communications professional. I have been in the space. 15 years now. Um, And I actually started, you know, really working in house, like I started in the corporate arena, um, and then quickly worked my way um, going into the agency side of things. It wasn't until I left Atlanta, actually, where I was able to really, you know, grow as a, a true communications professional. So you know, started my agency career in Miami, working across B2B, B2C. Um, but I think that's where I was really able to kind of hone into my tech chops in Miami. Um, and so just really worked from there and then moved to New York for a little bit, spent some time up there doing some freelance work, as well as still working in the B2B, B2C space in um, communications. And then I came back home about seven years ago. And that's Thank when I met you. these lovely yeah. ladies where. You know, we were able to just create some amazing things um, at our previous agency and just, like, really come together and really be Black, bold, audacious. All that. um, Even when, you know, there are times that we were often silenced. (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm happy to be here with my two sisters in in calm. Absolutely. Yes.
2: So I'm Akate Kern. I am, first and foremost, I am a mother. Yes. I'm a wife. Yes. I'm a Virgo. Ooh. And I am. Here, here go the Virgos. Yes, here go the Virgos. She's yes, the Beyonce, Beyonce of the group, y'all, just so y'all know. Oh, and by the way, since you said the Beyonce of the group, I want to let everyone know that I am the CEO of the Beyonce Beehive <laughs> Club. So if here anyone's knows. out there who loves Beyonce, check with me. <laughs> um, Let's you know what's kind of going on. Um, <laughs> In her world, but um, been in you know communications and marketing for over twenty years. Um, like you, Nakia worked in corporate, worked in the agency, mm-hmm. um, and just have so much experience. Just kind of understanding the lands, the media landscape. Yeah, and I think that um, one of the things that we're going to bring to the table is um, letting our community, our people understand there's so much more behind the scenes, Yep. Yes. um, that they don't know about that goes into, you know, putting brands, celebrities, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's crisis comms, there's thought leadership, there's all these things in different parts of communications that a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of brains and creativity behind it. Behind it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we want to be able to have fun with it. We want to be able to, um, Bring some light and shed some light on some, you know, really trending topics, and we want to have fun. We you know, I want have, to have I want to have fun with my girls. Yes,
1: Period. that I mean, this is yeah. the BGM, and I'm glad you said that about mm-hmm. bringing light to the behind the scenes of, yeah. of PR and mm-hmm. communications, because I think oftentimes people think that you know the role is so glamorized. Oh man, yeah. yeah. like, it's, like it's this red carpet, yeah, red, red carpets, carpets, and and really the type of Communications and PR that we do is l- literally the opposite of that. Complete opposite. It's like one of the biggest myths of communications that I feel like is is there. So, I'm glad that you really hit on that because we really want to have open and honest conversation yes. coming from the perspective of Black women communicators. You know, we have worked in the in this in this arena for a long time. We yes. all have almost 50 plus years of combined experience um
2: and i'm 25
1: of that these, these are young girls i'm the old g i'm the old lord yes y'all see y'all see but you know i think it's just important to understand like what goes into the nuances mm-hmm. of being a, a black communications professional so you know in our all of our respective roles where you know we have you know I've seen a lot now that we we've come up in into these sort of leadership roles, and yeah. so we want to be able to shed light on that and just you know and oftentimes a thankless industry
2: mm-hmm. yeah. you know,
1: we want to be able to show that our perspective and really help our next sisters coming up exactly. in the field to to have really honest and transparent conversations about because this happens.
2: industry this is this honest, yeah. Thing? It's not for the faint of heart. It's not.
0: And it's not all the times for us. No, it's you not. Know?
2: Yeah. You know, it's it's very much a space where we have to carve our own path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that we have done that with grace, yes, and dignity. Amen. And I'm really excited for us to be able to share yeah. what mm-hmm. we've learned mm-hmm. with, with so many others. I agree. I agree. But
0: don't oh don't get ahead. it twisted. We've had our yacht moments.
2: Oh yes. No, yes. We've the yacht. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We have been on the yachts in Kansas. This is the labor. Okay. We have been on the yachts. <laughs> yes.
1: We have yes. popped
2: the champagne <laughs> and have had a time. We had, had, a time. had a time with some, you know, amazing people <laughs> yes. and, you know, it hasn't been, you know, just hardships right. the entire way through. We've had our ups and downs, but the ups have been beautiful. Yeah. We've been up. And the downs have been downright just ugly. That's snipes. You know, not- yeah so that's my activity.
1: <laughs> the so. ghetto.
2: But, but you know what? So, but I want to make sure that the um our audience knows that yeah. you know we're here um really wanting to um to be bold, mm-hmm. yeah, and to be able to not edit ourselves and yes. really be true to who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all very different, um come from different backgrounds. Um, but there's something so special and unique about each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. And I know just because we're all three together, people are like, how did they, you all meet? You know, we, Tawanda, you and I met, you know, working together in Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston, Chucktown. Yeah. You know, and Chuck we. eight four three, yeah, Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a nickname for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we started working together, you know, doing some things. And um, one of the things that drew me to Tawanda was just, you know, your purity. Hmm. Um, your honesty, mm-hmm. um, and your energy—like you have funny as hell. No, thank you. But I funny, mean, yes, yes, she is.
1: And <laughs> she, Ikate. Just, and very witty. She's like quick wit, you know. Like I love it. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: no, Ikate. Like when I was in Charleston, there was an event that I had. You know, Charleston is very. Um, there's not a lot of us in certain spaces. No, there's not. And I was very interested in fashion and events. And so when I moved there, I was always trying to find those spaces. And one of the events I attended when I was there was this fashion event. And I was like, who put this on when I got back to work the next day? I was That's like, me, who girl. did this? That was me. And I was looking. And the- she. I was looking it on was the her. back page. And there was all these companies and there was this black woman. And I was like, who is this? I have to meet her. Yeah. And that's and I like reached out to Ikate. I love it. And that's how we've I been love on for
1: yeah. But I feel like you know, like in our sp- in the space that we're in, and I think we can all like, you know, we've all experienced it in that like we've always been the only one. Okay. You know, it wasn't until I moved out of Atlanta, where I did, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I had the opportunity to start really being enthralled in communications and PR, mm-hmm. but you know, in a boutique, a boutique agency where I was the only black, you know, not only that black woman. So I yeah. think it's, you know, it's, it it's, this, we've been in this space for 15 years. Obviously not much has really changed. Of course, like there has been some incremental improvements here and there, but I think it's just like being the only two, like, yeah. you know, it's something that I think we want to shed light on. It's and lonely. Just, it's, yeah. lonely.
2: Yeah. it's lonely. Yeah. It's lonely. Yes. It's something that, you know, people have to understand when you're the only voice mm-hmm. in those spaces, it's um, it's exhausting. Yeah. And it can be really hard because a lot of the times you have a target on your back. Yeah. Yes. You know, people mm-hmm. don't want to see you succeed.
0: Nope.
2: People don't want to hear your ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And- that's something that when we all came together working exactly. at a, a respective agency, um, I was so happy. Me too. You know, that we were all together and we did that shit. We, we did, did it. Did it. <laughs> we did that. And, I remember when I walked in to
1: that interview with this particular agency and <laughs> when I saw Akate, the <laughs> VP, I said, Yes! Wow! That was the first time that I've ever been able to say, like, I see myself. Mm. You know, in like truly, Mm -hmm. you know, in a leadership position, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that gave me so much um, motivation and inspiration. I was like, you know, I belong here. This
2: is my place. This
1: is my space.
2: And that actually, for me, the responsibility that that comes with. Yeah. I do not take a light you don't. You, you don't that is the truth. You know, so it's like you know what my <laughs> expectations of myself are the same expectations <laughs> that you know that let me tell you I, <laughs> the
1: expectations that I have for sure. you guys because it's
2: like I want us to shine. Yeah, yeah. I want us to bring black excellence all the yeah. time. And it was my responsibility to make sure that you know, the women who were working alongside me. You guys were great. Yeah. Exactly. And I tell people all the time, you guys are the best in the business. You do, And I remember do that
0: day when you interviewed Nakia, because after I met with you, yeah. I went to Kate's office. And I was like, I really like her. I really <laughs> like her. Did. She I did. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Love it. Yeah. She did. Yeah. She did. Yeah, But it, it's all, you know, full circle moments. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Tawanda and I met in another city. Yeah. Tawanda moved to Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. I was here, you know, coming from Charleston, trying yep. to figure out what I wanted to do. And, you know, and then Nakia came. Yeah. And then it was just the trifecta. I mean. Then it's just the, the BGM trifecta. I mean, that's what we
1: refer to ourselves as on the low. You know? Yes. No, on we the low. Like, on the high. The, the oh, yes. Yes, them. we did. I mean. For those that know, know. no, they know. Yeah, they do know. You know, you know, the coats, which is, is real. It's
2: very real.
1: In our space. Yes. Yes.
2: It is real, but enough about us. Yeah, we have a (laughs) lot of
0: hot topics to get into today. Yes, we do. That's part of what we do here, but I do want to check in. How are we feeling? We good? New year, new you? You know, (laughs) yes,
1: I'm definitely feeling like it's a new year, new me, because last year, I mean y'all know mm-hmm. it was it was extremely tough probably yes. the toughest years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like I touted it as the year of resilience uh-huh. for yeah. me.
2: Absolutely. You yeah. know
1: um so now this year I am just like this is the year of reclaiming my time, yes. my yeah. energy, my greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. and doing it with you too and yes. just being, you know, being here and and being in all things Black girl magic. So yeah. I am I'm excited. I'm optimistic about the year ahead. I, mm-hmm. although there have been some, you know, things that we'll get into uh soon yeah. in terms of, you know, culture and all that has been a little disappointing. But um, much so. I'm, I'm here, I'm blessed and I'm grateful, especially to be in this space with you two. Um and just to survive a year of, yep. you know, turmoil turmoil for me. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm here and I'm like you're standing I'm standing I'm still here. <laughs> if y'all
0: don't get the reference. Go to YouTube and look up to um
1: what is Tisha?
0: Tisha Campbell. Yuck. Tisha Campbell Martin. <laughs> Tisha Martin Campbell, whichever way it is. She did a uh, performance on a morning uh news show. Just I'm still here.
1: Yes. Take a comment, like yeah. take a look at it, come like back, like share, comment, give us give
2: us your feedback.
1: You'll get
0: the reference. <laughs> Yeah. How about you, Ikate? You? How you feeling?
2: I'm I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um. This is the year of the the conscious parents. You know, you. for me, it's kind of um wanting to make sure that I'm not getting in my own way of yeah. like raising my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to. There's a lot of generational, you know, things that you know. How I was raised, yeah, Yeah. and not saying that my mother, my mother, my mother's a queen, you know, yes, a queen, Queen and uh, Queen Elizabeth's had a lot of different standards, Mm -hmm. Um, but that was a different time, yeah. We're in a new, you know, era, and I want to make sure that my daughter sees a mother who's present, yeah, and also I don't want her to be a mini Akate. I want her to be Shiloh, yeah. So I want to be able to be open. And whatever she's, I mean, she has a strong personality, and she's funny. She's hysterical. She cracks herself up. <laughs> I love it. And <laughs> my daughter's Aquarius too energy, way. though. So it's just like <laughs> I want to be able to just nurture that. Yeah. And um, and just make her understand that she can be whoever she wants to be. So that's the mm-hmm. the year of me being aware of being the conscious parent. So yeah. That's where I am. Mm-hmm. I love that for you, and I love that. For shy, shy. shy. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: How are you doing though? Like
2: checking in. I'm doing good. What's the vibe? The what, vibe what is, is I, like that's what the kids giving more. it's giving, say, right? warmth,
0: it's giving <laughs> be free in 2024. It's giving vacations coming soon. I
1: love that. <laughs> you know, yes. about to hit
0: the big fours. You definitely need
1: to be
2: on more vacations. I
0: do for sure. More like. sun on the bum. Yes.
2: Yes. yes. I love so, that for you. That's 2024. We're going to jump into our first topic, and this one is, um, actually, I'm a little saddened
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: that we even have to talk about this yeah. because um, Dr. Claudine Gray, you know, of course, um, former president of Harvard University, um, has resigned, mm-hmm. and it came with a lot of um, turmoil, Yeah, and also I feel like there was, she never had a chance. Yep. To even give it her all, yeah. you know she was there for six months. Mm-hmm. That is a short stint in a at a major university, and um, there was a campaign, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, against her from the very beginning. and um, it just kind of sets the tone of how when black women are in these um, power um, positions of power, there's always someone like gunning for them, yeah. And it's, that's a really difficult place to be mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, we strive to rise yeah. to the top, but as soon as we get there, it's just like someone's always constantly trying to tear us down. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I was so saddened. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was hurtful. Yeah. And I think that there was a rally cry, you know, amongst black women mm-hmm. that, you know, we've had enough. Yeah. And it's time for people to stand up and start protecting us. Yeah. And I think it's going to start with us. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yep. So it's just, I'm, I'm saddened by the, the, the entire scenario. And unfortunately, um, I I want better for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do want better for her. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have your same sentiments, Akate. I feel like, you know. She never really stood a chance, like even looking at, you know, a lot of the news coverage and just following the developments, you know, well before, you know, when all of this started to kind of come in motion, I, I didn't see not one piece that really signaled her having support. Let me, to, support. Let me read
2: you some of the media headlines.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Harvard President Claudine Gray resigns after failing to stop Hamas. Support and calls for Israel's destruction at the school. Mm-hmm. Harvard students demand Claudine Gray resign yeah. over extensive plagiarism allegations. How Harvard's board broke up with Claudine Gray? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There, there was nothing positive, nothing at all. So you're literally painting this picture of this woman, and it's not in a positive light. At so all. she never had a chance. She never had a chance. She even,
0: even in her op-ed that she that she authored she talked about admitting to the mistakes that she made which were not far fetched from anyone else who had held her position mm-hmm. yeah and it's like she had to come to her own defense yeah to your point about the headlines to really kind of rectify and reconcile the things that have happened and it's just like a constant thing that no matter if you're a Harvard professor or a manager at Target mm-hmm. You've probably experienced, and I think that's why it resonates so much with people. Yeah. Um, including like probably each each of us. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I know. I just remember a time when you know I was in a senior level position, and my CEO, I was with the company for an entire year. Mm. He probably met with me, and he was my direct report. By the way, I could probably say five times. Mm. Out of the whole year, an entire year, wow, five times, and he avoided me like the plague. Why do you think that was? Like, what it, was the? And I I think it was because when we when we did meet, I did have um, demands mm-hmm. on how to make things better. You know, I'm all, I'm solutions oriented. Yes. That's yeah. who I am at my yes. core. Yeah. And when things weren't operating properly, I would say, Hey, I need this. Mm-hmm. Um, I would call him to task on different things that were not going well within, you know, the organization. Yeah. Yeah. And it was always like, it was like I was always being combative. That's what it felt like yeah. for him. It was just like, you're always bringing me, you know, problems. It's like, these are not problems. These are business issues. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like we have to get past these issues in order to be a better agency. Yeah. Yes. But yes. it was, it was constant. Like literally yeah, it's it. just like, yeah. but he avoided me. Like there would be a meeting on the books. We had a, a standing meeting once a week. It was literally like, nope, wow. canceled. It would like literally be removed yeah. from my calendar. So, I mean, I understand that. Yeah. I was like isolated, you know, trying to move and do the work and you didn't have the support of leadership. Yeah. That's difficult. It is. So there's, it's not, no one's going to really succeed when they're not supported. Right. And I think that in Claudine's situation, she was not supported across the board. At all. Mm-hmm. At all. At all. You know, talking about a board like breaking up. Like, come on. Yeah. And I I think too, what, what also is kind
1: of, you know, I don't want to say surprising, but out of all of this, I I haven't seen where Harvard has taken any accountability in terms of just the sort of the steps that we're taking to really just essentially like oust her mm-hmm. um and just some of the just just being just taking responsibility for the certain wrongdoings throughout the process
2: like there hasn't been any sort of mention of that but just imagine yeah, she yeah. did not resign yeah what her life would have been like yeah. within that organization they would have literally Pushed her to the edge.
1: Yeah, that's And true.
2: damaged her reputation even more than what they've already done. Yeah. So,
0: and, you know, that makes a great segue into the next point because a week after that, we get a story of a woman who was pushed to the edge mm-hmm. in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah. Dr. Antoinette Candia Bailey. Yeah. Um, she was the VP of Student Affairs at Lincoln University and she took her own life. Um, just due to the, the the circumstances within her work environment.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and that is hard to hear and see, but it's like I understand. I, I l- get l- it.
2: Let's get real, like real quick, mm-hmm. because PTSD within an organization is real, mm-hmm. and I think for us it's magnified. Yeah. By ten. Yeah. And the things that we have to go through on a regular basis, depression doesn't show up in black women like it does in others. Um, We're always kind of made to kind of just deal with things. Oh, you're strong. You know, you're strong. You can take it. You can deal with this. Um, When you don't have a voice, That's even more. It's like literally pushing things down Mm -hmm. and our health takes a toll, Mm -hmm. not just our physical health, but our mental health as well. I mean, I remember there's been plenty of times where I've like literally had my head on my desk, like, Lord, please just get me through this. Yeah. Yeah. Because whether someone's saying that I'm a rattlesnake (laughs) Or someone saying that my expectations are too high. This is your company, not my company. <laughs> my expectations are too high for your company. I'm trying to get people to perform at a level so that your company is successful. Right. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. So just imagine there's just, you come in as the pet. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, we're so happy to have <laughs> you here. Oh yes, you know. I mean, they're just happy to have you here. Whatever you need, just like oh gosh. And then as soon as you ask, it's just like, um, Mm -hmm. what do you? Why are you asking for something? Um, You're a problem. Mm -hmm. And then the inner workings, the chatter starts happening within the organization. So everyone's talking about you Mm -hmm. behind your back, and then you're left isolated and broken.
0: Mm -hmm. And you
2: still show Show up 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 day after day being being a high being a high performer, having to make sure that you're like doing the very most Mm -hmm. to make sure that, you know, you're not going to be seen as someone who's like failing within that position. It's a lot. It is. Yeah. And I and I want us black women, if you're out there, give yourself grace. Yes. Mm -hmm. And know that you are worthy. Yep. And we're in this together. Mm-hmm. We're in this together.
1: And the fact that she was just so, you know, vocal about her, you know, her mental health challenges and being, you know, depressed and anxious. I think what what we don't talk about enough is, you know, as you are a Black woman climbing the ladder to success, you know, in those leadership roles, mental health it really starts to take a toll much more on you. Like when you are given these different, more higher level roles and responsibilities Mm -hmm. and, you know, there's a lot of um, weight that's on your shoulders. Right. And so, you know, being able to navigate that and with grace, um, on top of, you know, everyday life, you know, things that come up, um, you know, I just don't think it's something that we talk about enough, like, in terms of being a black woman in leadership positions and having to really um, normalize the idea that, you know, we do t- also, too, struggle with mental health.
2: Mm-hmm. But, you and, know, we don't talk about it.
1: Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's faux pas, especially within mm-hmm. our community.
2: And in the yeah. business world, it's a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. You know, and yeah. so you're not going to speak up about it mm-hmm. because as soon as you say, oh, I need a mental health day. Oh. She's not qualified for this position. Yeah. She she can't handle this team of 20 if she has to go and take a mental health day. You're just, it's seen as a weakness. And we have to get past that. It's like, no, check out. Take that time for yourself. Yeah. Because if you don't, you end up just tired. Mm Yep. And sometimes it kind of pushes you out of an industry that you, yeah, grown to love. Yes, you know, and I think that I was there. You know, at, at a time when I was just like, I don't want to do PR anymore. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. And then I we got that that uh, award winning brand that came in, and that just it's shifted far, things it's for you, yeah. It's up again so. for me. I had to, you know, yeah. get re energized mm-hmm. and you know care about something, and you know feel that passion. Yep. About, you know, the work. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I think in both of these situations with both of these beautiful black women, intelligent black women, Mm -hmm. um, we have to make sure that we start protecting them as a community more. Yes. Yes. But shout out to, you
1: know, shout out to organizations that do like thrive and and really trying to, you know, look at mental health as a priority too. Mm -hmm. Because there are organizations and agencies out there, very few. That do they do? You know that really want to make sure that you put that you know your mental health first and and being, um, you know, advocate for yourself. So just, you know, it does, it, it, does it does exist. It does exist,
2: but it's very far and few. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you think, team? I mean,
0: I agree on all the points. Like it, it's just it's just like a big. I know. Like a lot of what. The, hey, we're so happy you're here. It's triggering because it's like it feels like you're like sideshow Bob showing up to like do something, for, and it's just kind of like, do, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when the music stops, then people don't care about you anymore, or they, you know, yeah. or you start taking off the clown suit that you feel like you're wearing and showing up,
2: yeah.
0: And then people are like, can we chat? Or
1: yeah, the team doesn't, like, it gets
0: passive and you're trying to play these like mental yeah. gymnastics yeah. and it's just
1: like exhausting yeah I, I mean to say the least just the coats which that <laughs> i think we've just all had to succumb to yeah for so long i feel like now you know as we're getting more comfortable and being audacious like we're
2: showing up as our authentic selves yes. I- i've probably been there for a couple of years yeah, yeah you have it. Yes. you have you can't take audacious <laughs> <laughs> I've been there for a couple of years because it's like, you know, when, when the bullshit comes to me, I'm just like, that Virgo is, I'm just like, here we go again with the bullshit. You know, you just, you know. Yeah. We know, Keith. We know. Hey, we know. We know. <laughs> so let's move on to um, another topic that I think that is very much something that's trending in our community. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about um, Mr. Jonathan Majors and um, all the things that he's been dealing with. And I want to make sure that we're putting on our comms hat on this one, because he actually just did two interviews, major interviews um, that I feel like affected his career. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, there's just so many things that happened with him. You know, he was convicted of four felonies and... um, which was, you know, it played out in court, everyone was able to see, you know, what was going on here, the um the tr- you know, the transcripts, everything that was happening in court. And I think for me with him is I feel like there's beauty in silence. Yeah. In, in walking away for an extended period of time as a celebrity. Yeah. I feel like celebrities feel like they always have to respond in some sort of way.
1: Yeah.
2: And when you allow yourself to kind of walk away and sit in what you've experienced and what you've done, I think it just allows you to build back up your career, yeah in a way that you're not having to answer questions immediately about what you just went through mm-hmm. so um I don't know who was representing him. I know that uh, you know last year, um, his PR team actually and management management Mm -hmm. team actually dropped him. So maybe Mm -hmm. he didn't have anyone representing him. Mm -hmm. But I think it was a big misstep that he did those two interviews um, making statements. You know, his girlfriend now is Megan Good. We know and love Megan. Mm -hmm. Beautiful black queen. Um, But in an interview, you reference her as Coretta Scott King jesus fix it. it's just what are we like leave me this like what are we doing <laughs> this uh. is like he and and the thing about it is he actually mentioned coretta in conversation with a white woman that he was dating yeah and said that you know he's a great black man and, he, and she should be his coretta it's just like Sir, I think he's just stuck in that period. Maybe is that what it is?
1: I, I don't
0: know. It's a period I, film, and he's still saying just, I just,
2: it I just was like, why? <laughs> he's just not. I, just, I don't think that there's a lot of thinking that's going no. on right now because I don't think that that slip would have happened again. Like, you called the white woman Coretta, you said that she needed to behave like Coretta, and then now you have Megan, who's a black
1: queen, yeah, and
2: now you're saying that's my Coretta. It's like, what's going on? Make it make sense. <laughs> Oh, so I'm, I'm not, I, I think that he is someone that we should watch because he's a very, very good actor. Very yeah. talented. Yes. Not take that away from him. But I think that I want him to go get some therapy. Yeah. You know, and I want him to go away for a while and really figure out what his next move is. Because okay. right now, zip it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I agree with you in,
1: in the fact of like, you know, sometimes silence is the best form of moving forward with situations like this, especially from a your personal branding okay. standpoint. Mm-hmm. I would say also in respect to that, if you are trying to prepare yourself to ha- to take on these type of conversations, he is the type of client that has to there's you have to have media training. Oh, absolutely. And it's not even, like, an option. It's a- actually mission critical for him. Yep. And I don't think he did. Like, he is a type of um, client that will just go rogue. Like, he's probably, like, a PR's worst nightmare.
2: No, he, <laughs> and the he, thing he, about it, he yeah. you know, <laughs> did not. Like, in those two interviews, he did not strike the right tone. No. And nor was he remorseful. Yes. And yeah. that's exactly what needed to it happen. Was no empathy that right. came None. in his tone. None. At all. None whatsoever. Yeah. So. So, where he is today... Drop from Marvel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to continue on until you go away. Yeah. And and fix yourself. Yeah. But if he goes away, it's going to
0: have to be for, like, a real long time. I just think a lot of time Black men, when they fall, the road to redemption is blocked. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, you can go silent. You can... That is true. You can volunteer. You can do all these things. And it's still that stain on your career, yeah. your image, your character. And it's, it doesn't work that way for their white counterparts. And it's like, I, I'm, I do want to see the glass half full for Jonathan Majors, and I hope that he can, you know, rebound from this. Sure. But it's just, it's so hard because we've seen it happen with so many male black celebrities who have messed up. Yeah. But getting back to some resemblance of success has been very, very difficult.
2: But success can look different for him. It can, you know. I mean, he can continue to act if Mm -hmm. that's his passion, which obviously it is. Mm -hmm. But maybe the major roles may not be there anymore. Maybe some of the sponsorships that he's received, you know, or endorsements. Local
0: play, like he's going to be a local, start a local play.
2: Um, (laughs) I'm I'm not sure that he's going to (laughs) be engaging in those endeavors. But I do think that. There could be a way that he humble himself, yeah, yeah, and you know, do some indie films, you know, things yes, that are that. not necessarily always, you know, blockbusters, right, like a Cause... Sundance, yeah. yeah, yeah, Sundance, that yeah. that'll be Best, cute, <laughs> <Lord.
0: laughs> Martha's Vineyard,
2: but yeah. you know, but I I don't want to say that he's never gonna work again. Mm-hmm. I just think that it might look differently for him, mm-hmm. yeah, but. I do believe that, you know, you're right, Tawanda. It does look different for, for black men. But I think that we live in an age of social media where we forget a lot. Exactly. Someone can do something tomorrow and then a couple months go by and it's just like people are forgotten oh, about. Because they're else. inundated with so much.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So my hope for him is, because I never want to ever pull down mm-hmm. a black man or a woman. Exactly. Is yeah. that he... Shows up in a different way. Yeah. And people start to see him in a different light. That's, yeah. That is my hope for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That really is truly Agreed. my hope for him. Yes. So good luck to you, Jonathan. Good luck, <laughs> Jonathan.
1: We are rooting for you. We are rooting for you. We're, we rooting, for you.
2: Yes. We're rooting for yes. you. Thanks said it best. <laughs> so this could be a nice little segue. Yes. Talk about um, Black businesses we love. <laughs> OK.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh, so, yes. This is a segue where we highlight and spotlight the black businesses and black brands that are just doing the damn thing. Yes. Um, I'm going to start off with my lovely best friend, my sister, my yes. partner in Zen. Her name is Juan Kia Hinkson. She is a founder and CEO of One by One Kia, which is an incredible hair care collection. Um, She is an award winning um, celebrity hairstylist does, she's been on the set of tons of uh, television and film that we love over the last 10 years. And, you know, she created a product just, you know, based on her experiences being on set and really wanting to formulate something that can really identify, um, all of those different challenges that we have and are here here every day, um, Mm -hmm. to really just formulate something that is beneficial, um for us so I us, use I, us. I use it so Yeah, it's amazing
2: <laughs> the oil is amazing the, the serum hair, yes is, the serum I love because it's it's not oily at all it's not and... oily and then I love to be able to like get out of the shower and put it on my scalp mm-hmm. and it's my my scalp tingle. yeah oh, it's a little really refreshing <laughs> and it just it, and it smells so Smell good delicious. and like your the hair blueberry. smells like that for days yes okay you know and that's just it's beautiful
1: so all my girls all my girlies go to and also you know guys as well children is formulated for all the entire Mm -hmm. family um you can get your product at www.onebyonekia.com that's w-a-n-k-a-y-a.com love it i love it she's um she's amazing she you know has she's so passionate about what she's built Um, and I just want to, I want to see her win and, and grow and just,
2: she's pretty team. So she's a a baddie. (laughs) She's a baddie. Um,
0: I wanted to shout out. I had a few, so I had to think about this before I came in today. Um, but local European. So I did not know they were a black owned brand, but I really was I was always looking at the cargoes. I've been in the cargoes I love their
2: cargoes. I have their cargoes. And
0: so I'm so good. On today, local European. I'm... It's a black woman owned brand. Mm-hmm. And I just they I love cargos. I love camos. So this is a perfect marriage for me. Um it's a great brand. The price point's pretty good. Um, and the design is pretty fly. Um so www.localeuropean.com. You will great. like their stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. really cute. Yes.
1: Yes. It's, it's like basic. No, yeah, because- yes. But it's like <laughs> cute and yes. yeah, I love it. So
2: dope.
1: Yeah. And this oh, okay. this was
2: easy for me actually. So um black brand that I want to actually the black business I want to highlight is the glasses that are right here. Yes. Which yes. we got a yes. cheers too. Yes. Um this is a still colored glass. Thank um you. Yes. she is she's a friend yes and she is um has a such a great story um tawanda and i actually worked with stephanie on her pr Mm -hmm. um a couple years ago but um she's based out of charleston south carolina Mm -hmm. and this is hand blown blown glass out of poland yes and she has a variety of colors this is the um smoke Smoke. gray Mm -hmm. and there's a variety of colors um she has some different um she started out with these types of wine glasses and she's gone to the the short wine glasses, yeah. champagne flutes. Um, and she actually started with a cake stand, Yes, which was really, um, interesting because if you know her backstory, mm-hmm. um, her grandmother, she spent a lot of time with her grandmother who had a lot of colored glass yeah. within mm-hmm. the home. Um, and so this was something that was inspired by her grandmother. I her. So I have a pair, I have actually a
1: pair of, um,
2: wine glasses and i have the iridescent martini
1: glasses that i love to have my espresso martini after a long day like it's i i love everything about it it's
0: beautiful like the product is just gorgeous and i gave some for christmas this year like
2: and she made oprah's favorite things like she didn't uh, make oprah's favorite things um but she was on the today show and hoda and jenna Loves, I love. mean, yes. loves, loves, yes, love. Yes, yes, like yes, she yes. actually yes. had reoccurring um, segments with yes. um, on the Today Show because they love her, um, her product. Mm-hmm. But um, since we are here with these glasses, we should cheers, right? We should cheers. We, we don't, bubbly. we don't have, we don't have any um, bubbly right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I want to. This is our first episode. Yes. This is. And I'm so happy to have ventured into this endeavor with you two lovely ladies. Mm-hmm. There's so much more to come from is, us. Period. We have a lot to say, and I want to cheers to a great year, mm. a um, prosperous year, yes, and to many more discussions and engagements, and to being even more black and audacious. Black and oh, audacious. There you go. Yes, ladies. Cheers. I love you.